Welcome to Overcoming the Storm Podcast. We are your hosts, Amber Russell and Lane Mai. This is where we share our own journeys overcoming the storms in our lives, and by sharing our journey, encourage and inspire you whenever you're grappling with storms in your own life. Yes, absolutely. So look, we're not doctors, we're not therapists or psychologists, but we are all going through the same thing, and we don't have all the answers, but it is a journey for us. But as we learn and grow, hopefully what we discuss here, it will help you on your journey too. Okay. Man, we got a doozy. Yes, we do. So, story time with Amber. Let's let's to kick this episode off. Let me tell you guys a story. It comes from Abraham Lincoln. I know. For those listening, I love Abraham Lincoln. If you don't, now she you does. Know. She loves Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> now oh you yeah. Know. So, let me tell you a story from Abraham Lincoln. A lion was very much in love with the woodman's daughter. The fair maid referred to referred him to her father, and the lion applied for the girl. The father replied, your teeth are too long. So the lion went to a dentist and had them extracted. Returning, he asked for his bride. No, said the woodman, your claws are too long. Going back to the dentist, he had them drawn. Then he returned to claim his bride, and the woodman, seeing that he was unarmed, beat out his brains. May it not be so with me, concluded the president, if I give up all that is asked. Okay, so what three things that came up in this particular story that Wayne and I are going to be talking about is roles, character, and choices. So sometimes under pressure, stress, or, or filling the day with overwhelming tasks, we, we tend to give up roles and, and qualities or, or things about ourselves without really realizing it. Or you know, put on different roles that take away the skills and strength um, that lead to you know, different burnout, lack of motivation, and, and, and so on and, and so forth. So the first one that we're going to talk about are what are roles right yeah take it away Wayne I just thought it was absolutely amazing thinking about what Abraham Lincoln was dealing with at the time right as far as some some kind of context behind the story I mean he was dealing with an abolitionist movement and this was right before the Civil War Mm -hmm. and you have the southern states making demands and Lincoln saying no you know what these are my values and this is the role that I'm sitting in right now this is what I will do, and this is what I won't do. Mm-hmm. Thinking about the lion now, and we were talking about this, what's the lion's role in, in all of this? And what's the woodman's role in all of this? Because you even mentioned um, thinking about the story from the perspective of a woodman and a dentist, right? Mm-hmm. When we talk about roles, like what is the role that you're filling right now? What are you trying to do? Are you, and by roles, what we mean, I'm, rambling on i'll probably edit this out i'm a father right i'm a teacher i'm an all-around badass no i'm just kidding um claim it no claim it yeah no because then i'll get my ass whooped by you know my professor or somebody else i mean no every time i say i'm a badass i get my ass whooped so no much rather be humble but i do i have to do different things for each role 
right? And not only that, but I have a different purpose for each role. And sometimes the roles kind of intermix. Sometimes they overlap. For example, as a teacher, I don't necessarily have the same responsibilities and duties as when I'm a father, mm-hmm. even though some of that overlaps. Mm-hmm. As a, um, let's say, an employee, I have different responsibilities and different duties than I do as, let's say, a teacher, right? And then as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, I have even different responsibilities and, and I have responsibilities to different people. Mm-hmm. How does this play into the story that we have here? And when I was thinking about this last night, and it it kind of went beyond the story, and I started thinking actually about President Lincoln mm-hmm. and the role that he was fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And then also too, talk we talked about the role of the lion. What how did how is the lion represented? So we're talking about roles. I think it's very important what you mentioned, how it, you play to each its own. Everyone listening on this podcast, you play multiple roles. You're not, you're not stuck with just being a daughter. Or if you're a mother, being a mother, that's not your only role. You may have a, you may be a sister, you're a friend, right? You are an employee or you're a business owner. These are all multiple roles. And it's, it's very important to remember that that's okay to have multiple roles. I mentioned last night with our conversation, how I was stuck for a very long time, just thinking one thing about myself, like I'm just a girl. I'm just a girl. And that's not true. And having that belief without someone saying, no, you're more than that. You are this. You are this. You are this. You, you as a person, meaning me, got stuck. I got stuck thinking this one thing. So it was self-limiting, self-doubt. And I stayed in that quote-unquote role thinking, well, this is all I'll ever be. So to understand that you do have multiple roles in your life really does change up the game. Because then you mentioned earlier, if I'm a teacher, well, I have different responsibilities than I am as a father or as a business owner. So then people can start to understand, okay, yeah, when I play this particular role in my life, What are my responsibilities for it? That is important. That is so even profound there too. So the roles that you have. In this story, a lion. What is this lion's role? Powerful. I also saw respectful because he says he fell in love with a woodsman's daughter. Those are different roles. (laughs) These are two different roles, being powerful, ruling the land, literally the land, right? Because he roams free. Um, But having love and compassion to those closest to him. Those are two different things right there. Having power for all, overall, and sharing love with a select few close to him. Am I making sense here? Let me give you a little context or background to 
when he decided to tell his men this. It was the very beginning of Abraham Lincoln's first term, and his advisors actually wanted him to give up many different properties within the South, the Southern area, because they wanted to avoid a bloody war. And this is what Abraham Lincoln told his men. So sometimes we're under pressure, stressed, or feeling the day. So in Lincoln's uh, place, he was definitely under pressure from even the people around him, definitely under stress because of he's standing for what he believes in and the people around him trying to tell him what to do or, you know, and he's feeling overwhelming. So sometimes we are under pressure, we're stressed, or we're feeling the day with overwhelming tasks we tend to give up roles, qualities, or, or things about ourselves without really realizing it, or put on roles that take away the skills and strength that lead to burnouts, lack of motivation, and so on and so forth. Okay, I do want to clarify, Abraham Lincoln did not give up. <laughs> he did not give in. Um, but I just gave you the context to, to see how it can be relatable in your own life too. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, pressure, stress, and he was facing that from his own men too so when we go back into relating it into our daily life right what does that look like Mm -hmm. well we talked about roles right but that's one of the topics Mm -hmm. that we're going to mention roles take it away wayne right the important thing is to understand what we're responsible for okay what our duty is and who we have a responsible to discharge that duty to And that's what I kind of took away from it, especially with that context, right? Mm. At the time, Abraham Lincoln was the president of the United States. I'm certain, even though I'm no historian, that he felt a duty to the United States to try and keep it together. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, I read a story about Lincoln, and you and I uh, talked about this, not quite at length, but during the war, right, when he was firing his generals at the rapid rate, Mm -hmm. There was something about, I think, McClellan, right, where he chose not to um, kind of lambast McClellan publicly because there was some kind of, there was resistance even within the army mm-hmm. about fighting this war. And then later, after the war was won by the North, he chose to reconcile with the South rather than to act punitively, mm-hmm. right? So the role that he had at the as the president of the United States, understanding that hey, look, you know what? He just provided over presided, excuse me, over a war that split literally split the nation in two, mm-hmm. and his values were to bring together, mm-hmm. right? So roles. What roles do I play? What roles do we play in our lives? Multiple ones. Let's be honest. Multiple. Absolutely. Multiple. And a lot of them intersect. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're learning about intersectionality in school, which is a lot of what we do have, you know, go along a lot of lines and all, a lot of those lines intersect at some point. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, I'm a dad. I'm a teacher. I'm a student. I'm an entrepreneur. Same as you. In each role. I have different duties and I have different responsibilities to different sets of people. As a parent, I have a responsibility to my own children, right? As a teacher, I also have responsibility to children, but I also have a responsibility to parents to, to teach their kids. 
Yeah. There's an overlap in my role as a father because I also have a responsibility to teach my kids. Um, as an employee, I have a responsibility to the school district. And I have a responsibility to continue to learn and continuously improve. As a student, I have a responsibility to continuously improve as well. And so, yeah, we're, we're starting to see these overlaps, just using me as an example, mm-hmm. right, in, in what we're supposed to do, what our roles are day in, day out. And I think that there's a lot of efficiency in that, just being kind of an efficiency nerd, right? Typical guy, efficiency nerd. <laughs> All right. But this is where I feel it gets important, right? What is the purpose of, of each of these roles? And I kind of just laid out a couple uh, as a dad. My responsibility is to teach my kids mm-hmm. how to grow up to be kind of decent, productive citizens and human beings. Mm-hmm. Right. As a teacher, what's my what's my purpose? My purpose is to take these kids that parents entrust to me and trust to the school system and teach them what they need to know or not what they need to know, but at least lay a foundation so that they can learn the skills that they need in order to be successful, productive adults. Mm-hmm. OK, and that's my purpose. I, re- I kind of relate this back to the lion. Even though we talk about the lion in the context of he fell in love with a woman, woodsman's daughter, woodman's daughter, woodman, woodsman's. Oh, yeah. We get it. Gosh. Yeah, right? We think about the, the roles that, you know, figuratively the lion is meant to fulfill. You mm-hmm. know, we all, when we think about the lion, we think about the lion as like, king of the plains right i'm thinking lion king now i don't want to break into song or anything like that but that's what i'm thinking about right now (laughs) i'm thinking about the baboon holding up the uh, (laughs) i'm thinking about the baboon holding up simba there and 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 all the lions in the the or all the animals in the african plain right are like bowing down here's the king (laughs) yeah right like oh gosh (sighs) i am not going to break out into song right now hakuna matata oh (laughs) All right. Um, but it's so important because, you know, and I, and I feel like a lot of what you and I discuss, especially when like, I'm coming to you, hey, Amber, you know, I've got this frustration. And I remember a couple of conversations that we had where you were like, hey, look, you know what? What's the role you're trying to play right now? And do you need, do you need, I don't remember this. You asked me, do I need to be fulfilling this role? Do I need to be in this role right now? I'm like, oh, wait a minute, hang on, hang on a sec. Do I really need to be in this role right now? Hmm. Just trying to help. Yeah, exactly. And when I couldn't answer that question, that's when I had the answer. Hmm. I guess moral of the story number one is if you can't think of a reason why you're doing what you're doing right now, you got to ask yourself the question, and the answer is going to come really, really easy. At least it did for me is, are you supposed to be doing this right now? Or are you supposed to be stepping into another role and, and kind of living in another role at, at, at that moment in your life or at mm, this moment in your life? That's beautiful. Right? Because for me, it was absolutely not. And by kind of letting that go, hey, look, you know what? I am not going to do this job right now. I'm not going to step into this role right now. This role is not meant for me. 
Oh man, just kind of like he had a moment, guys. Let him let him go. Had a moment. Take that rock, right? Take that rock out of my pack. Put it off to the side. Throw it away with somebody else. But it also goes into character. Well, I think what you had said before. I play multiple mm-hmm. roles. I think that's very important for our audience to understand that you do play multiple roles. Now that you're aware of that, what are your responsibilities to those roles? What, are, what is your purpose to your roles? And mm-hmm. whatever your purpose is inside that role, how are you going to achieve that purpose? So that would go back to your responsibility. I think that's huge. And that's even a profound thing. If anyone listening to this and all they get out of it was that, but well, that's just beautiful all of it in itself. Um, yeah, so you're, you're, you have multiple roles and it's okay to have multiple roles because it's actually befitting because you, there are certain roles, like you said, like I'm not supposed to play, at least not right now, but maybe tomorrow right. or the next day. So I think that's important. It's not to say that you're going to get rid of a role completely, but maybe just in this time, yeah, maybe I don't need to be playing this role. Maybe I will tomorrow or maybe that's what I'm supposed to. But just having that self-awareness, that is is just beautiful. So I do want to thank you for like really sharing and pointing that out because that's that's healing for somebody. If they're stuck thinking that they have one particular role in their life and that's all they're ever going to be, that was just healing for somebody. Yeah, oh gosh. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you. But I do agree. So now we're getting into character. So mm-hmm. character 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 i don't know i just kind of like saying it um (laughs) it's it's the qualities what is character so you know i thought you were telling yours a story uh, in one of our conversations and it was whenever you were a former marine and you had said that if i had died tomorrow the people looking back on my life these are the things i would hope they, they noticed about me or I shown this with the life that I lived. And I thought that was beautiful. And to me, maybe this is just befitting for this moment in this podcast, but qualities of your character is if, if you were to die tomorrow, these are the things we would want others to think about when, when they think of us. You talked right. about being a protector. You talked about standing up for what you believe in and, and things like that. Um, and you can only get that if you've been living out that life. And you can only hope that people would also see that if you've been truly shining that out of yourself. And I thought that was just a beautiful way that you had said it. Just, I, I think qualities be, uh, for your character, it's a collective quality, collective uh, of different qualities that make up who you are, kind of like in second nature. If that makes sense? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. It does. In the context of in the context of what Amber was talking about was you know last night we were having a conversation about this like wait what are we going to talk about in the podcast and we were both kind of coming to the same conclusions or the same same ideas separately and that's when we kind of realized hey look you know what for this particular episode this is what we're going to talk about today the the story that I was telling her was this while I was still in the Marines while I was still in active duty before we deployed. To Afghanistan, right? And this is this is something that everybody had to do, uh, you know, in in Marine Special Operations. We had to fill out what was called a personal affairs worksheet, a PAW, is what we called it. 
what that was, was just setting up our kind of affairs, really, um, making sure that we had a will set in place, making sure that everybody knew what we wanted at our funeral. All right. And the intent was to take a lot of the pressure off of our loved ones in the case we were to, I mean, just throw it out there, get killed. Right. Yeah. Because it's already a stressful time for them. And kind of backtracking a little bit, the reason it's there is because, look, guy, this isn't for you. Mm. Hate to say it, but at this point, you're dead. All right. Mm -hmm. This is for your loved ones to take away as much stress and grief as possible. All right. Um, because, and I've been through this myself, funeral planning is hard. It's difficult. Just having everything set up. Hey, look, you know what? Wayne would have wanted this. No, this is exactly what Wayne wants right here. Okay, this mm. is exactly what he wants to be played at his funeral. This is exactly how he wants to be buried. This is exactly where all his personal effects are um, and, and so on and so forth, right? And part of that was kind of writing our own eulogy. And I remember the first line. I don't remember much about that eulogy. It's It's been a hot minute since then. But I do remember that the first line was, Wayne was a person who was unafraid to stand up for what was right. Okay. Hmm. And having a little bit of self-reflection, kind of reflecting back on that, right? It kind of showed me what my values were at the time. Mm-hmm which are still my values today for the most part. It showed me who my heroes were because it showed me the values that I admired. Mm -hmm. And it showed me the values that I wanted to cultivate in the character, the qualities, I should say, rather than values, but the qualities in myself that I wanted to cultivate. And if I didn't have those qualities that I wanted to develop. Mm. Okay. You love Abraham Lincoln. And you admire a lot of his qualities and you admire a lot of his values, right? Mm -hmm. Tongue in cheek, I love 50. All right, I love 50 Cent, right? <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, don't know if, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if that's like a, an, an example of, you know, values to be admired and stuff like that. But my childhood heroes were Spider-Man and Superman. Darth Vader too, but that's another story. <laughs> We're not talking about villains. I, I don't know what it is about me and bad boys. Oh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. That's a totally other He's going. What, what Wayne yeah. is trying to get at here, guys, is I thought when he had talked about that one line right there, I thought that was so beautiful. And it, to me, maybe just ties in perfectly with what we're talking about just for this, just for this moment. It, it tied in so much with the qualities. And when he read that first line, I was like, yeah, that's you. Because you 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 live that out. You truly portray it in your own special way to make sure that people around you know that about you. So if you were to die tomorrow, without a doubt, they would say, this is who he was at his core. And that's the qualities that make up of a character. Now, the lion in the story I saw mm -hmm. qualities. Now, it's so interesting because when me and Wayne were talking about this, 
he had a different perspective and then I had a different perspective. And it was so beautiful to see just in the time and season of your life, what you want to point out, maybe not even the time and the season, but just who you are too, who you are, what you want to see from that story. He saw something and I saw something. I'll share mine. I'll let him share his. So I saw within the, within the lion, his character is being powerful. He is the ruler of the beast on land. But it also said he was in love. So that's compassion. So these are two different qualities that still make up this one majestic, I wanted to say majestic horse, but majestic, <laughs> majestic beast being the lion. But he's still a lion with a hard and a soft quality. And you can see that being portrayed out of him. So an active component of a quality, of one of the many qualities that you possess, it is the faith and belief of who we are at the core. And it comes out like second nature without even thinking. It's just the makeup of who you are. Mm -hmm. So who are we, right? The lion, he's acting in his nature. Yeah. And... And for that too, I don't think that the qualities of who we are are so specious. I think that um, it's actually quite specific in a way, because I agree. because you listed out several qualities. And and again, guys, this is a conversation that we we're having uh, separately. But for you, you know, you mentioned that you were kind, and absolutely anybody who knows you would undisputably say that Amber is kind. It's a kindness when you crawl up behind somebody and choke them out. It's a Absolutely. kindness when, um, you know, especially if like they're a white belt and they say, oh yeah, I want to call this girl out. I'm like, dude, you're a white. And when, okay. So she was telling me the story. Oh, ADD is kicking in right now. She's telling me the story about how white belts would go to the gym where she trains and just call her out. And anybody who's like, you know, practicing jujitsu anywhere, you're like, really, you're going to be a white belt and call somebody. Okay. All right, number one, white belts don't do that. And so she goes and dominates. Don't mess with her, guys. Um, <laughs> well, he's just trying to say that, you know, I, I, I'm sometimes aggressive too. <laughs> I'm sometimes yeah. aggressive. Well, <laughs> right? Right? That's what we're getting at. No, 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 no. That's totally not what I was getting at. But yeah, uh, if, hey, look, if it makes you smile, yes, aggressiveness. That's you. Um, but no, I, you are a kind person, and that's part of your character okay and so people would say amber is kind that's your character that's a quality about you here's the thing what you do is you demonstrate kindness right mm -hmm. you're kind to people and that's what you do but you do it because that's who you are yeah you know as i get older and older i i realize this it's that you can kind of fake the funk for a little bit. You know, you, you, you could fake it for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, what happens to all of us is that the things that we do reflect who we are inside. Absolutely. It actually reminds me of um, something in the New Testament talking about Jesus where Jesus says, hey, you know, what? Well, why are you worried about what you're putting in your mouth? Mm. You should be worried about what's coming out of your mouth because what's coming out of your mouth reflects what's in your heart, right? Ooh, yep. That's true. 
you know, I kind of think about that because what you do, all the things that you do reflect who you are on the inside. I mean, you, you are the way you are. You're guys. She is an incredibly supportive person, incredibly kind person. And all the things that she does just shows that. Right. And I don't think it's any special effort that you have to make to do that. And when you do, you choose that because you're that way on the inside. I mean, that's part of who you are. Mm. Thank okay. you. The point I'm trying to make, and I think that um, this rather important one is that having, you mentioned awareness earlier, having mm-hmm. that awareness of these are the qualities that we have inside ourselves, which by the way, isn't immutable. It's not fixed. There are qualities that we could choose to develop as well that make, that we can make part of our character. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Going back to the story about the lion and the woodsman, the, the woodman, we were both talking about strength. The lion is strong. The lion's powerful. But we were taking it from two totally different directions. Yeah. What Amber had said was this, was that the lion was showing his strength through his compassion, right? Mm-hmm. The woodman wanted his, um, wanted his claws taken out because they're too long. He wanted his teeth taken out because the teeth were too, the lion's teeth were too long. And she was saying the lion had the strength and the power to be so compassionate as to say, hey, look, all right, I'll do it because it's what's important to you, right? In other words, being the bigger man. Mm. Yeah. Right? Very important. The way I took it was the lion had kind of stepped outside of his role and acted against his character. Mm. The way the way I interpreted it was the lion is strong. He's powerful, but he's the king. He answers to no one, which, I mean, anybody in a leadership position probably knows that's not the case. The leader answers to everyone. But in this case, this is the animal kingdom. But in this case, yeah. And here it is. My take on it was the lion's acting outside his character because he's the king. Mm-hmm. His teeth and his claws are there for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And the and the purpose is he needs those teeth and he needs those claws to protect the ones that he cares about, the ones that he's responsible to. Because part of that lion's role is the right, protector. Yeah. Is the protector. Yeah. And we got to ask ourselves, how well can we do that when we're detoothed and declawed? Right. And so mm. I felt that the lion's response should have been, and I felt that he was acting out of his character. The lion's response should have been, I respect that you're probably scared of my teeth and scared of my claws. I respect that. And I understand that fear. But guess what? It's meant to instill fear, but not in you. Mic drop. No, that's great. That is, whoo, that's great. He did not say that last night, guys. I just want to point that out. He did not say that last night, but that was great. No, it ties back into what you had said earlier at the very beginning. Multiple roles, our purpose. You had you had just said, the this is my strength. This is my quality. And if I do not have these, well, am I supposed to be playing this role? That's. I mean, that just ties back into everything with what you said. It's, I know I was looking at it on the softer side. Okay. Um, <laughs> 
I can't help but perceive it differently in that manner. Um, but that was very nice how it ties back into are you supposed to be playing this role? And if you're not, you're not supposed to be taking away from yourself at all. Never. Yeah. You're only totally. supposed to be growing in your in your qualities, in your strength, or adding onto yourself, not taking away from you because you're already whole and complete already. Yeah. So that was very nice to point out. Yeah. Only other people can take away your power, guys. That, that's what I learned. Or actually, no, not other people can take away your power. Only you can give it away. Exactly. Only you, if you let them. Only you can give it away. Yeah. So then the people um, who are actively trying to take away your qualities, that kind of just ties into what we're talking about, right? If you're allowing them, the, the lion gave him permission. He's like, okay, yeah. So I saw that as self-doubt. The lion doubted himself. And <laughs> because he agreed to somebody saying, Go um, declaw yourself. Go and take away your teeth. So to be cautious of the woodsman. I know we, we say like dentist, but, you know, after re hearing the story, the dentist was always doing his job because that's his role. That that's He gets paid for doing that no matter what, right? And so the, it's, mm -hmm. it's the other person's intention when they're asking you, go take away this. Go take away that. Just be cautious of people around you and what they're truly asking of you. Is it there to add on to it, onto yourself, mm -hmm. onto your strengths, onto your skills and abilities that you're already given? Or are they slowly taking away without you realizing it? Yeah. Because at the end of the story, like he come, the lion comes back and the woodsman's like, all right, you have nothing to defend yourself any longer. And so he, he, it says in the, in the story, he says it beat his brains out because he couldn't yeah. defend himself because he took, he allowed permission agreement with another person to, to like, okay, um, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe I'm not suitable for your daughter unless I'm this or that, but it was beautiful how you mentioned earlier, like, no, I am suitable for your daughter because of these qualities. Mm -hmm. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> my job no but it, it's also it's so funny how we looked at the story from different angles because um really because of our positionality yeah yeah the the, the education speak coming out right there intersectionality and positionality but bottom line all that means is the roles that we play mm -hmm. right or the roles that not that we play but really that we fulfill and mm -hmm. when we're in those roles, we're in different places. We have different perspectives, mm -hmm. right? Let's say, for example, um, you know, somebody is an engineer, right? And he's got, he's got a role as an engineer, what he does, right? And his role is as somebody who designs something, okay? Maybe for a living, maybe not. Maybe it's just he does it for fun. I don't know. And honestly, it doesn't really matter. But it's different from his role as a father. So when he's an engineer and when somebody is in that role as an engineer and look, kind of as an aside, I'm a guy and I automatically went and said he as the engineer, not she, even though there are plenty of, of female engineers out there. It's that positionality, right? And it mm -hmm. affects how we see the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the reason why that's important to be aware of is because 
how we see the world, how we interpret the world really affects the stories that we tell ourselves. Perspective. Yeah. We talked about that in one of our episodes, perspective. What is your perspective? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Perspective. Okay. And I think it's safe to say too, that when someone comes back across this story, they're going to find something new out of it. And that's okay because their perspective has changed. And, and that that's okay. That's totally okay if you listen to this one time and or you read the story yourself and you got something completely different from both times. That's why I love rereading books that I have because I find something new out of it every time. Why? Because I have grown or um, the nude struggle in my life, this particular thing spoke to me. And it's not to say that any your perspective isn't wrong. My perspective isn't wrong. It's just what we're how we're seeing it in this point in this view to tell our audience um, is in our own worlds of what's going yeah. on, right? And so, and that's Absolutely. with anybody that's listening too. So, yeah, I just I don't know. I just felt like to say that to be to let you guys know to encourage you guys that if you listen to it and you don't find anything of those natures that we've been talking about, well, then that just means that your perspective has grown and that's okay. And hopefully what we have talked about helps you. And then if later on you come back and you resonate with us, that's okay too. So I just want to encourage people that it's okay if there is another perspective there, you know what I'm saying? That that's totally welcomed here. Yeah. Look at me. So, see, I'm already the compassion. I already see past the, I'm, yeah, here's the she, compassion. She, she's, so, so exactly. She's taking the compassionate route. I am somewhat less compassionate. Uh, these are qualities. Which is fun, you know? I mean, no, it, it's good. So. So after, you know, you guys found out that I'm pretty, pretty encouraging, motivational. Um, I got you guys, you know, yep. that's what I'm here for all week. All right. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> all right. Um, so we mentioned in the beginning of this podcast that the three things we're going to talk about, roles, character, and now we're into choices. Mm-hmm. So in this Absolutely. part, choices, retaining our role or not. And even Wayne mentioned that too of, okay, is, is today the role I'm supposed to be playing or is it something else? So evaluating the strengths and weaknesses that you have. Now, when it comes to the lion, I did tell Wayne last night that I've heard once, if someone truly has power, power doesn't roar. It's not loud. It's known. So when the lion walked into the office or wherever the woodman was at to ask for his daughter's hand in marriage, the woodman already knew who this person was. A powerful, strong being. Well, beast. <laughs> beast. A powerful, strong beast. A beast. The mm. lion didn't have to roar. He didn't have to assert his dominance. That was his strength already. When he walked into the room, he just knew because of his qualities that he already portrayed day in and day out. That was his strength. I did mention self-doubt and maybe even a little bit of comparison coming from the lion's part. I do feel like in this story, in this particular perspective, that is a weakness because he agreed. He allowed somebody else to give him a thought that he soon took over and saying, yeah, you know what? I may not be suitable unless I do this. 
So that was that was the first place in the story where he doubted himself and his abilities of his true strengths. Mm-hmm. So he's the protector. You know, he's a nurturer because he, he's compassionate and loving. So evaluating the strengths and weaknesses within your own roles. And they right. have different ones. And a lot of them do inter, intertwine as well. What, what do you think, Wayne? Yeah. Well, you know what? Evaluating strength and weaknesses within the role, right? It's, it's kind of like this. I can almost see the lion as thinking this. And the reason I can almost see it is because I've thought this. I've had this thought on multiple occasions. The ideal leader and the way I see the ideal leader being isn't the guy that like starts barking orders and, and, and all that other stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. it's the person who actually is more of the servant. Mm. And, you know, we hear this term servant leadership a lot now. And I think back to the best leaders that I've ever had. Okay, and I think even back to myself as a leader, and I always tried to emulate the leaders that I felt were the best leaders, right? Because who wants to emulate leaders that they hate? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not um, good. Yeah. And I could almost, and, and the, the leaders that I always looked up to were the leaders who would always come up to me and ask me, hey, Wayne, what is it that you need right now? Or, mm-hmm. or how can I help you? How can I help you succeed, Wayne? You know, and they always ask that question. They were that servant. They were there to make sure that I succeeded. And I'm like, whoa, they're not there to make sure that they succeed. They're here to make sure that I succeed. Now, the effect of that is that if we all succeed, then he succeeds too, right? In other words, take care of your people and your people will take care of you. Mm -hmm. Leaders, hint, hint. The struggle that I always had was not being the servant, but thinking that, hey, look, I had to give up everything of myself in order to make sure that my people succeeded, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And looking back on my career as a Marine officer, I I realized a couple of things. I think there are are a couple of times when I think I did give up my teeth and my claws. And I did forget the role that I was supposed to play, right? And because I gave up my teeth and my claws willingly, right? We're talking about choices. We have that choice on whether or not we fulfill our role. We have the choice on whether or not we discharge our duty to to the people that we're responsible for and responsible to. And when I think, and when I look back on it, every time I gave up my teeth and my claws, or every time going the other way, right? Mm-hmm. When I forget that as a leader, I'm supposed to be a servant, bad things normally happened after that. Not that to say that bad things didn't happen when I was acting in my role, when I was discharging my duty appropriately, um, when I was being that servant leader. Okay. I'm not saying that bad things didn't happen when I was doing everything right, but I'll tell you what, when I was doing everything right and my guys were doing everything right. Yeah. Bad things 
would happen, but those are external things, mm-hmm. right? Outside of our control. And what we could control was how we reacted to it. And we were able to kind of dominate that way. Going back to choices, I felt that it was a really powerful thing that the lion made that choice to have to to let somebody, you know what, not even let somebody take his weapons away, but to allow somebody to convince him that yes, you need to give up your weapons. Yeah. The other thing that that I noticed was this. What was the lion's focus on? Yeah, that's a good point. Was he focusing on the things that he was supposed to do? Or was he focused on a desire that he had? Mm-hmm. And did those kind of mesh up together, right? Mm-hmm. Did they intersect or were they kind of mutually exclusive? Look, I get it. Everybody wants to be with someone. Everybody wants to be partnered up. Everybody wants to have a significant other. Mm-hmm. I think we as humans are designed and built for that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you but I kind of feel like, I don't know, part of me is missing when Mm -hmm. I don't have that relationship. Mm -hmm. And depending on the season of our lives, right, we got to be okay with that, right? Right. And and, And still be able to execute all our other roles. But going back to choices, all right. What you got what you'll notice, guys, is that Amber kind of stays on point and I meander a lot. <laughs> um, he's bringing it back all together when you know when the uh, the lion was chasing his focus, but what was his focus on? And yeah. I think it's okay to have a desire. that's that's fine. It's fine. However, what is not okay is why are you giving up qualities that make you who you are just because you want a desire? Yep. And if you're listening to this and you did do that, you you gave up because you're like, oh, no, you know what? I care about this other person, so I'm going to give up my natural weapons. I'm going to give up part of who I am because I'm sacrificing that way. How'd that make you feel, buddy? Mm, yeah. Hey, not not saying that you're doing something wrong, but I'm just saying, hey, been there. Been there, done that. It's just not a good feeling when you're giving up a part of you, what makes you you. I told Wayne one time how, if you've been listening to our podcast, sometimes I sound really great, sometimes I don't. Uh, sometimes I get really excited and I just go ramble on, not that, not that I ramble, <laughs> but I get really loud, it really loud. And I told Wayne, because um, we were having a conversation about the, the technical aspect, the audio aspect of our podcast specifically to me. And I said, okay, I just won't be as excited. I just won't, I just won't do this uh, just to have the quality of the sound sound good. That's me devaluing myself. This is me who I am. I get excited. I get excited when I talk about certain things. That was me in real life taking away my own qualities. Um, And it's not to say that you guys aren't worth it, but maybe we just need another equipment. Maybe we just need something else. You know, there's nothing wrong with you and the qualities that you possess. What starts to become the issue is what is your focus on? My focus on was, well, I have to change myself. No one asked me that. (laughs) Wayne didn't say, all right, tone it down, girl. 
<laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe if you put it in that perspective, I would have really lashed back out. Um, I'm quick with my words. Um, that's all I'll say. I'm quick with my words as well as I am sweet. But um, I, I made that choice to say, okay, what are we going to do, Amber? Well, you, the only option is to devalue. So that's not the only option who you are, like the qualities and the choice, right? And that was my choice that I wanted to make, but here I am still getting excited. So obviously I didn't listen to my own choices. <laughs> obviously well, no, you did. You, you did listen to your choice and, and, and your choice was, oh, no, 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 no. I'm doing me, man. That's true. That your choice. That's true. I, I made a change. I had a, I had a podcast with my friend the other day and we talked about, he mentioned people get stuck and they think that they can't change. And that's not true. Mm. If you're still breathing, you can change. And so I made a choice. I felt super fucking awful. And then I made another choice to change. Mm -hmm. So it's okay yeah. to make different choices to change. Yep. Absolutely. And I Something do want to point out too, that the president at the very end of the story, after he said, um, now the woodman seeing that he was unarmed, beat out his brains. President said, may it not be so with me if I give up all that is asked. So that he made a choice. He made a choice to say no. So the, going back to the context of the story, they asked him to take away all the property from the South. He made a choice not to. And that became one of the pivotal decisions inside his presidential term when they came to the Civil War. He made a choice and he stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm trying to relate it back to the story too, because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think it's very it, it's you know being around kids. I mean, we all know war's a bad thing. War's a very ugly thing, right? And and honestly, I don't like it. But what this lesson teaches us is that there are some things that are worth going to war for. All right? Mm -hmm. No, I'm not a I'm not a war monger or anything like that. I've been called worse, by the way. Speaking of choice and speaking of our character and our roles, we realize that our roles and our character are not fixed. I mean, we Amber already talked about how we can choose to step into this role and then, you know, the next day step into another role or step into multiple roles within the span of a couple of minutes. Mm -hmm. right that's not fixed our character isn't fixed we can choose to develop qualities in ourselves that we admire mm -hmm. right at the same time on the flip side of the coin we can choose to develop qualities that we don't like or that aren't necessarily great qualities mm -hmm. okay in our character and i can almost hear people say this now well we didn't make that choice well, yes, actually, you did. We did. Mm -hmm. Okay. I made a choice not to pick up that piece of litter on the side of the road and throw it in the trash can. Okay. I made a choice to kind of run the red light because it's late at night. Nobody's watching. Nobody's going to see me run the red light. Mm -hmm. Right. Or, hey, um, I made a choice to do, nobody's going to see me do this. 
And so I can cut corners. I make a choice to cut corners. But if you ever listen to Kobe Bryant talk, or if you ever listen to uh, Nick Saban speak, the choices that we make when nobody is looking, mm. all right, yeah. really kind of define whether or not we're going to be, um, what kind of success we're going to have in life, what kind of person we're going to be. And I mean, come on, guys, this is Kobe Bryant, all right? So, <laughs> and so we, we're always making these decisions about who we want to be, about about what character we want to have, about what role we want to fulfill. And I feel like, in, in, in my limited experience, I feel like the choices that we make in particular about who we are, those are the most important choices that we make day in, day out. And we got to do that almost every, it, it almost feels like constantly throughout the day, mm-hmm. you know, um, there was a kid that honestly was really getting on my nerves. Um, <laughs> teachers can relate, right? Question mark, question mark, question mark. None of your kids ever get on your nerves, right? I mean, am I the only one? No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, I'm not the only one, right? We all have people who get on, their, get on our nerves. And so at that point... We make a choice. How are we going to treat that person? Are we going to treat that person with kindness? Are we going to act and be kind? Are we going to be kind because we are kind or, and, and continue to develop that kind quality about us, right? Are we going to continue to develop that kindness or are we going to be a little bit more self-centered, be, have it be a little bit more about me, 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 right? What's the expression? Give them Oh, yeah, that's right. Give him a piece of my mind. <laughs> I must do that a lot then. <laughs> really? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, I don't think I, wait, I may have heard that. He went. He was going so serious with that, and I just took it down. I'm sorry. <laughs> I took no, it no. down. <laughs> Give them peace of my mind. Oh, shit. I do that all the time. Like, <laughs> maybe in a loving kindness in a, way. In a very loving, in a very kind way, by the way. So, then again, I, I haven't really seen her mad a whole lot. None of it's been directed at me when she has been. So, I guess I could count myself lucky. I am aggressive on the, 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 the mat at the gym. This this gives an insight. Anywho, back to what you were saying, please. That's it, really. It, it, it's, it's this. Here, here's, here's kind of Wayne's key to happiness, right? I've been reading this book called Fortitude by Dan Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. He, he's writing really about the core of the American spirit. And I'm not going to get political about this. I mean, it... It's up to each one of us what we think the American spirit is going to be, right? Right. I mean, we have a lot of folks who think, who, who not only think, but they actively argue that America was founded in 1619 when the first enslaved persons were brought over from Africa and the whole nine yards. Anyway, we're not talking about that, Okay. We're talking about who we are, who our char- what our character is, right? And 
what he writes is that it's these little decisions that we make, mm-hmm. okay, that, that, that demonstrate who we are. Mm-hmm. All right. And I kind of tie it back to, well, we make these decisions because of who we are, right? Mm-hmm. Look, it's easy to say, all right. And there's another book also. Um, it's called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Okay, and he talks about the little things that we do that are so important. Okay, and, and it's funny because these are two these are two people that I personally greatly admire. All right, and even Dan Crenshaw, he writes in his book Fortitude, who are our heroes, and ultimately our heroes. We choose our heroes because they have qualities in them that we admire and that we want to develop within ourselves. And I'll just throw that out there. Dan Crenshaw is a hero, but he's not my only hero, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Jeff Olson. You've got Abraham Lincoln, who is also one of mine as well. You got 50 okay. Cent as well. Yeah, 50. 50. I, okay, I, anyway, I, I, but, seriously, I seriously would say that because we talked in an episode where this man picked himself up. Yeah, he did. And he's okay. So what? He's got great music. That's his occupation, though. That's his role. I think that's important to even say mine is Aaliyah. I love Aaliyah. Oh, so like, I think it's I think it's okay to mention even those different roles, too. Um, or yeah. those those heroes, I'm sorry, um, because yeah. we are you are mentioning and we have mentioned great great uh, leaders yeah. Um, yeah. of of America, right? But it's okay to say, you know what this this rapper, this dancer yeah. is also a hero of mine because I admire certain things from that person as well. Yeah, and it and, should not and limit to someone just way up here. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, spot on. Like, I love 50 because, I mean, the guy got shot nine times. He picked him. I mean, and and he had every disadvantage. He, he really did. Growing up, he had every disadvantage, right? Except for the fact that his parents, like, he, he, he lived with his aunt, I believe, mm-hmm. who wrote in his book, right? But now look at him now. He's not just a musician. He's an actor. He's a TV producer. He's got, mm-hmm. like, the number one show on stars, blah, blah, blah. Right. He's in a whole, but the way he thinks is amazing, but we're not talking about 50 right now, even though I love talking about 50, you know, but he is a hero of yours too. Yes. Yes. Because that quality of just mental toughness I love about him. Mm -hmm. Right. Nick Saban is another hero of mine. Bottom line is that these are qualities that we can choose each and every single day to a develop or B not develop. And we can develop the negative qualities. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Olson in his book, he, he writes this. The slight edge. It's not like some massive leap forward. Change in our lives happen in the moment. Daily. Yeah, every single day. All right. And, and I've had the good fortune, I would say, to have had the opportunity to, to live that out, mm. right? Where these little decisions, am I, it's, it's 5.30 in the morning. Am I supposed to get up so that I can get to the gym by 6? Or am I not going to? Little decisions, right? Like I went to bed on Thursday night at, I think it was like 3. Okay, 
no, I didn't get up at 5.30 on Friday, even though I think I would have I would have liked to, and it would have benefited me a lot better hmm. to, to do that. But see, these little decisions, if I didn't get up, am I going to fail today? No. If I did get up at 5.30, am I going to succeed today automatically? Am I going to hit my the goals that I wanted to hit if I did get up that day? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. Insignificant little decisions in the moment. Absolutely insignificant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, I got up at 7. I got an extra hour and a half of sleep. Did I fail by not getting up? No. Did I succeed by if I would have? No. But over time, if I allow myself to start making a habit of mm-hmm. saying, oh, no, I'm not going to get up to go work out. And I'm not saying that you have to get up at 5.30 in the morning. Shit. Jocko right. gets up at 4.30 in the morning. Right, right. right. Or 4 in the morning. Stick to your roles. Stick to your roles. Stick to your roles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, no, I choose to do that because it's the only time that I have throughout the day, right? It's mm-hmm. the only time that I personally have in the day where I can focus on me. You know, it's where nobody else has any other demands on my time other than me. Mm-hmm. 7.30 rolls around, uh-uh, it's go time. And it's go time all the way till, pro- I don't know, finish, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm. So those two hours between 5.30 and 7.30, that's me time. And that's why I choose to get up that early. Mm-hmm. Not saying you have to. It's my choice, okay? Not saying it's right for you. It's not, not saying it's right for anybody else. I know there's a lot of people out there that say, oh, you got to get up early. You got to go thrash early in the morning. No, that's a choice that I make for myself. I think it's more in what you mentioned earlier. Did I fail if I didn't get up at this time or if I didn't do this or if I didn't do that? Did I fail? No. If I did do that, did I still fail? No. It's You won't see any of this until a length of time passes. And whether you make that future choice and make it a habit of either saying keep saying no to that choice or keep saying yes to that choice yeah that's important because some people will like you said they'll say oh you didn't get up oh no you're bad you're bad yep you're wrong nope yep and we both we both know those people well you yeah you didn't succeed wait what like you know, like yeah. you didn't yeah. reach your goal. Well, well, yeah, I didn't reach my goal. Because, I mean, because it's not <laughs> that, that's not what I wanted. But it's I thought that was very beautiful how you said no, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. You didn't. Yep, yeah, no, you're not a failure. No, you didn't reach the goal because that shows up over time. Yep. Yeah, and 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 we say that we say that there are people who would like just kind of like point that out and kind of needle you, and it's not some hypothetical person. All right, guys. Amber and I, we both know those people. So mm-hmm. it's not hypothetical. Trust us. These, everything that we, we talk about, it is definitely something applicable to your life. So going yeah. back to the story, like the lion made the choice to give up his strength. And in this context, yes, the president said, I'm not going to make that choice the lion did. I'm not giving up my yep. strengths. Putting it in today's yeah. context. We talked about multiple roles and you play multiple roles and each role has a purpose and each purpose within that role has a duty or a responsibility to who you are. Who you are is the character and a character is the qualities that make up you or something that you choose to develop within yourself for the people around you, but of course of yourself. And then the choices that you make for those qualities, for that character to play that role. And inside yeah. this story, you can take out multiple things from the lion. 
Are, are you the lion and compassionate and strong um, and are willing to be like, okay, I'll be the bigger man and give up these qualities in a positive way? Or are you a lion focusing on a desire and different roles that you're not meant to play with right now? So you're giving up things. And what, yeah. what are the choices that you're going to make if yeah. you are? And, you know, speaking of choices, right? And why do we make choices? Going back to a couple episodes ago that we had uh, where we interviewed Megan. Right? Mm-hmm. When we say the little things matter, and in my mind, I'm thinking of compound interest at this point. Like, you know, you can anybody can put numbers into a compound interest calculator talking about money and and see how it grows over time and how that compound how powerful that compound interest is over time. It's the same with these little things, right? These little decisions that kind of compound itself over time. But why do we make these decisions in the first place? Why why are we faced with these choices in the first place? Right? And the question is this, what do we really want? In in that episode that we have with Megan, Amber goes in, she goes back and talks about the notebook, right? Nicholas Sparks. I've never read that. (laughs) I've seen the movie. The book's better. Apparently the movie's a chick flick, but I don't know. Oh gosh. Okay. Never mind. She's staring daggers at me now. Um, What do you want? That's what he says. That's what he says in the video. She goes, it's not that simple. He's like, what do you want? Like, (laughs) that's what you guys know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. He's at this point. What do you want? What do you, what do you want? It's not that simple. No. What do you want? What do you want? And knowing, and again, not knowing what we want is also okay. But now we have to start making decisions to help us realize what we want, help us discover what we want, right? But let's say we know what we want are the things that we're doing, all right? Are we acting out of our character? Are the things that we're doing driving us towards what we want or are they driving us away from what we want, right? And those little things in the moment, so easy to do, but so easy not to do as well, right? And Nick Saban, say what you will about the man. I'm a Bama fan, so I love him. I don't I don't think anybody else in, in the country likes him as much, right? It's okay. That's your choice. That's right, and it's his choice to keep Bama rolling and winning national championships. So Okay, keep no, going. <laughs> yes. Are you doing the little things that you need to do in each moment in order to be successful, right? And tying it back to character, which ties back to the role that we play, the role that we fulfill. Are we developing the qualities in ourselves that we want? Are we making those choices to develop the qualities in ourselves that we want? If let's say if we say we want to be kind, right? Are we doing kind things? Are we making decisions or are we making choices to do kind things? There's a role that we don't need to be in. Are we making a decision to drop that so that we could be happy and the people around us could be happy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I talk a lot, but bottom line is I've I've had to go through this uh, just the last couple of years, right? Am I making decisions that help make me happy? Because when I'm not happy, I tend to get a little miserable. And when I do that, then I make the people around me kind of miserable and not want to be around me, which is almost like a self-licking ice cream cone because then I feel even more lonely. Like, oh, yeah, you assholes. What are you doing? 
well, shit, man. It, it, start, it started with me. I made a choice to be miserable. The little things matter. Yeah, little things matter. So. We got introspective how? really quick, didn't we? It's okay. No. And I think anyone listening to the podcast as well will have the same feeling or it'll hit them in the same manner too. So that's fine. It really is because it's, it's who you are. Yeah. It's who you are. So how does all this connect with overcoming storms, overcoming storms in your life or, you know, daily, daily tackles in your life? So, yeah your role your character and, and choices it helps build your resiliency and and helping you to bounce back the story Absolutely. is to help you bounce back the story is to help you refocus on what little things are you truly making a matter or a priority in your life and Absolutely. what whatever they are are they really helping the roles or are they truly taken away from a role that you're really not even meant to be playing in right now? At least not in this moment. Again, it's not to say to get rid of the role. You just may have to play it another day or fulfill it. I really like what you said earlier, not play it, fulfill it. Because every role in your life was given to you. You accepted it in some form, some way, some fashion. And now it's yours. So you're the only one to fulfill it. You're the only one to do the job for it. You are, and that's the beautiful thing about that. So, are you playing the role that you're, are you fulfilling the role today that you need to, or is it a different day with a particular role? Understanding that it's okay to have multiple roles, understanding the qualities of who you are all together, make up the character for each individual role that you do possess and the choices with the little things that matter. All of this, this story helps build that resiliency, give you hope, give you the servitude service leadership that people are looking upon you to bounce back into roles that maybe you fell out of or bounce back into a brand new one or just bounce back altogether when an obstacle happens in your life making the choice to stand there be resilient be proud of what you believe in be proud of the role that you are fulfilling and make that choice to to continue to stand there and say let it not be with me let it not be with me yeah. And with that, episode nine in the books. In the books. Awesome, guys. Hey, again, thanks for listening. Thank you for being on this journey with us. We love you. We'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. <laughs>